1: Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, episode 141, Aladdin and the King of Thieves. They're finally getting married!
2: Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, Dom Bluth, and everything in between. I'm your host, Morgan Stradling, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Chelsea Robson. Hey! Hey! And we are here in person, in studio, (laughs) actually on a couch, a comfy couch. A nerdy couch. A nerdy couch for our couch chats. So (laughs) this may be the new way that we're recording the podcast for a little bit, for a while. Uh, Mason's not going to be on the show for while he finishes the duration of grad school and everything. And so it's just easier for us to get together in a room on a comfy couch, nerdy couch, And just record, which actually I like because there's no internet involved, there's no Google Hangout, there's no technical difficulties. Well, not yet. (laughs) Yeah, not yet. The recorder could still mess up, so be good. But yeah. So for those of you who are new to our show, this is the Animation Addicts Podcast. We are a podcast for all things animated movies, past and present. And we just have a really, really good time. We don't take ourselves too seriously. We're just a group of friends getting together, talking about animated films. Sometimes we get serious. Sometimes we get goofy. Actually, a lot of times we get a lot goofy. Yeah, yeah very much so. um, And this time we are going to be reviewing a fabulous, fantastic movie. Oh my god! A very nostalgic movie. Incredibly quotable. Ugh. Aladdin and the King of Thieves.
3: There's a party here in Agrabah. There's excitement in the air. People pouring in from near and far. Jasmine and Aladdin are gonna have a wedding. There's a party here in Agrabah. Everybody will be there. So if you're a pauper or a show do something with your hair.
2: Oh, it's so good! Oh my gosh. And I think one of the things that most frequently comes up, even as we were tweeting about this movie, people mention this, and Mason mentioned this in the past episode and in previous me- episodes, he's mentioned it quite a bit, is the tr- VHS trailer yes. for this movie. Oh my gosh! Yes. Epic. <laughs> okay. If you were a '90s kid, and I'm sure I said this on the last episode, but I'm going to reiterate it again. If you were a '90s kid, part of just you know your induction into being a kid was watching the previews on the VHS. Yeah, you could skip through them. A lot of times you didn't, right? Well, yeah, no, because this was the only... This was pre-internet.
1: Yes. You know, so this was the way that you found out about what was coming out.
2: Now, new movie trailers come out and we are sitting there at the YouTube and we... The YouTube. (laughs) We're at the YouTube. (laughs) We're Uh, at the YouTube. (laughs) And we push play and we watch it and everyone geeks out about it. But back in the 90s, that's really how you did it. So every new release that you got, you just... You didn't skip For the first little bit. so um, And this one, for some reason or another, just has this iconic status as far as movie trailers. I don't know if it's just because it's so over the top. It just has lots of quotes. But uh, I think we're going to insert it here. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Let me just read all the things that come up on YouTube when you type in. Aladdin and the King of Thieves VHS. Other suggestions are VHS trailer. VHS U.K. U.K., 1996 VHS Trailer Capture, and um, basically all different variations of that. So this is very popular. Everybody loves this VHS trailer. (laughs) All right, so here it is, the Aladdin and King of Thieves 1996 trailer from VHS Capture. It is, oh, there's a Trailer 1 and Trailer 2, but I think we go with Trailer 1.
3: Aladdin showed you a whole new world. The return of Jafar took you beyond imagination. Now, Walt Disney Home Video invites you to a celebration. Oh, yeah. With an all new Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs>
3: ...the third and final chapter of the exciting trilogy. <gasps> the exciting trilogy. Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Aladdin and Jasmine's dreams are finally coming true. This is a happy day. But a band of notorious thieves... Open Sesame! <laughs> And a long kept secret My father is alive, He's alive? He's Yes, alive that part his <laughs> Oh yeah, and sliding ever. down the face with <laughs> the knife.
4: Follow the train of the 40th Your father is trapped within their world That would be a problem Taking
3: whatever we please
2: come of to, to share you an easy
5: chair Welcome to the forty
3: Aladdin and the King of Thieves features five brand new songs Five and brand here new songs? all your favorite characters from Aladdin I'm fine. Including the Genie Brought to life again by the one and only Robin Williams It's a kinder of genie Look at this this summer, live the adventure. You don't stand a chance against the King of Thieves. And take part in the wedding of the century.
2: Wow. <laughs> We're finally getting
4: married. We're finally getting married. We're finally getting married. let's get married. married at the party. the
3: And the King of Thieves. the party Coming directly to video, Summer 96.
1: Okay, going into this, I, those few moments when they're just like yeah my father is alive i just remember being like nine ten years old and just being like oh my gosh his dad's alive
2: (laughs) so many twists and turns with this plot (laughs) hey when you your parent when you're an orphan your parents are dead in the first movie it leaves a lot open and they didn't explain it in the first movie what happened to them it leaves a lot open for the third movie yes so ah good times down memory lane well,
1: what the thing is, like, it had just come out, oh, not just, but it had come out after, obviously, Return of Jafar, which was that movie that, I mean, I'll be honest, we never owned in my oh, house. I did. We did not own that movie. And I always, like, wanted, I watched it one time at a friend's house, and I remember just being so disappointed, like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got my hopes up for this? Mm-hmm. And then when this came out, and they're like, oh, Robin Williams, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. So, I just remember also going back to episode seven of the podcast, where we talk about sequels. "Are they Canon?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a great episode. You should totally look into it. <laughs> but we talked about this, <laughs> and it's like we also came up with the with the idea that you know, "Return of Jafar was actually just a dream. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the best way to get around that (laughs) yes i mean the only thing that takes away from that is the fact that iago is actually part of their group now yeah but yeah it was it was like no it just goes straight into this
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and this one you know it's interesting because uh in the end of the first movie you kind of have the assumption that they're married right because they're in wedding-esque clothes which are like white and and those typically symbolize wedding um, and so you think, oh, wow, they got married and off into the moon uh-huh. they go, but no, 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 they definitely, uh, said, nope, We're, why, how can we pass up an Aladdin wedding? Right. How can we, no,
1: we no, need no, this <laughs> I mean, This is great source material. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> well, actually what was funny is Gary, Wright. After we did that conversation, he sends us a, he sent us a, an email or something saying, actually, I always assumed it was their, their, um, as they as somebody gets engaged, it's um, their engagement party yeah. photo. And I was
5: like,
1: <laughs> Makes sense. I like it. Thanks, <laughs> Gary. Because <laughs> he's from the middle. Well, We're he's from a, India. He's from India, and so he's like, that's why I always thought it was I'm like.
2: I like it. I like I it. I like it a lot. <laughs> All right. So before we we dive too much into this, let's let's go back and talk about some history. Okay. So this was done by Disney Toon Studios, and the first real big one that they had done was obviously the first sequel, Return, Return of okay. Jafar, which did very very well. And Extremely Return well. of Jafar, you know, we we haven't reviewed this one. Again, we conveniently <laughs> skip over that. We will get to it at one point in time. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, we frequently um, in for new new listeners, new new guests, we make them choose between Return <laughs> of Jafar and then some other horrible horrible <laughs> direct-to-video sequel as you know which we which Cringe-worthy, would you prefer <laughs> like
1: these these things just make the inside yeah. just like oh so we're not gonna do
2: that to ourselves just yet we actually want to have a good time yeah. <laughs> and we did have a great time while watching this movie so that was the first and it really kicked off this new wave of uh, disney sequels for the walt disney company and it was huge because the first movie did over a hundred i think 160 million dollars um it was, it was, it was in, almost
1: 200 million after yeah, it all in ended. sales
2: and that's for a movie they didn't have to really i mean they promoted it but they didn't necessarily have to do the big you know prom- marketing <clears throat> spend that they normally would for a big feature the budget to actually make that was significantly less and so of course after that and they just see cha-ching 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 uh dollar signs in the eyeballs they said <laughs> Yeah, we got to do this more. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Michael Eisner. <laughs> and Aladdin at this time was incredibly popular. This the, this third movie really kind of finishes this Aladdin arc. We start mm-hmm. with the movie, and then we go into the TV show, which had a very long run. Yeah. And then we have you know during that part, uh, Return of Jafar is released. But this is really the capstone of all of that, and maybe you not know, the capstone. Capstone typically is the best, but it really is the end cap. To that series, um, which had gone... I mean, this is 1996... Aladdin came out in 92, so it was a big four-year span where Aladdin really had dominated. And side note, I loved the Aladdin TV series. I did too. <laughs> a, a lot. I never missed it. And I frequently, when I played you know, with my friends, I would always pretend to be Thundra. <laughs> if you don't know who Thundra is, she was this bird who could control the weather. Yes. And she was sort of like a girlfriend to a Yago. She was green. She was fabulous. And I loved Thundra. So, disappointed she did not make it into this movie or any of the films. But, you know, she's strictly TV. But, yes, Aladdin was a big deal. And here we are four years later, and we're still right in that magic carpet. Well, this was actually... The the director was Tad
1: Stones. And I like to call him the father of the Disney afternoon. Because he was right there, and he was executive producer on a lot of those shows. Like, for example... Uh, the adventures of gummy bears, which by the way, I can totally sing you the entire <laughs> theme song to that one. Um, Darkwing Duck, hello. Mm-hmm. Um, let's he, get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. <laughs> and then he also went in and he was the director of Return of Jafar. And, and which he'll also say was not a great movie. He said he liked the beginning, but the end kind of fell apart. <laughs> I was like, I got it.
5: <laughs> I'm it's I'm, real.
1: He, Keep it real. He keeps it real. I like it. I mean, it's 20 years later. What else are you going to say? And then um, he w- he also was the director, or at least a, an executive producer, of the Aladdin TV series, the Hercules series, the Buzz Lightyear Star Command TV series, and the director of this movie, yes. so I loved that the fact that he was in charge of all of it, so that 's why it felt so like there was an arc, mm-hmm. there was a connection, mm-hmm. and why I felt like. Even though I did not enjoy Return of Jafar, the Aladdin TV series was, like, still canonized. Like, to me, it kind of is canon. (laughs) Like, because it was the same guy in charge of it. Even though he took over um, from the original directors, Ron and John. So, it's not, like, the original through the whole thing. Yeah, But, Eh, close enough. Close enough. (laughs) I mean, he was there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so it's interesting because I was looking up, uh, researching him, reading some interviews that he had done, looking at his... His career, and he may not be the most well-known guy, and the reason why is because his career path took him down TV and these direct-to-video sequels and movies. While he was there at, um, you know, he was at Disney during the Rescuers in the 70s, and uh, you know, I read that he was doing things for Fox the Fox and the Hound, Hound uh, and and he definitely was in on the ground floor doing that, but while his other counterparts ended up it, are bigger names glenn, uh, keen glenn and, yeah glenn keen and and john lasser and guys like that they went off and did the feature films mm-hmm. and that's why maybe they're a little more well known and it's it's a shame that yeah. he's kind of the B team or not he's not the B team but his work you know tv is yeah. considered B to some to some people to, to theatrical yes exactly to so general population kind of a bummer. it is so um i have included some interviews, uh, that if you would like to read up on his career, unfortunately, I mean, I read one that he did with AWN and I was hoping he would dive into, you know, Aladdin and the King of Thieves a little more, not so much. There's really only one or two paragraphs where he talks about his experience doing that, you know, namely saying, yeah, this third one's much better than the second. (laughs) Um, but it's a good read if you're interested in him, because I would love to interview him. I mean, his, again, the King or father of the Disney afternoon, yes please yes please but i will give you one little tidbit he did share, share that you know when when jeffrey katzenberg came in he mentioned that you know he was looking over uh, a reel or a, a section of the black cauldron and, and he said do you got another angle of this <laughs> <laughs> and they all looked at each other and they're like how naive is he where he thinks that we just have another shot that's that, right that's just that would hanging. be Kastenberg. it was katzenberg yes yeah just have another shot hanging around can I see the other <laughs> angle <laughs> oh my god! no the animation he's... doesn't work out maybe you know obviously CGI that's a little bit more possible CGI but all I mean he comes from he came from a live action yeah so <laughs> where, you like... know you have multiple cameras no no <laughs> anyways so yes think uh, about the angle of this <laughs> oh my god good, good times good times good times Um, so yes, one, at one point in time, I would love to interview him. He still is working today. He did a lot in TV. He left Disney in 2003. He's gone out and produced and directed quite a few things. I think he was a script producer working on scripts for Bob's, Bob's Burgers back in 2011. So that's the most recent that I've seen of him, which is pretty cool. So, okay. We've, we've talked over this, but release date of the film, August 13th, 1996. I was almost 10. I was almost 10 as well. So, that's our age, everybody. Yes. And So, I was trying to see. Obviously, we don't know budget, but significant, we can assume that it is significantly less, and that has been stated by Disney multiple times, that they love these sequels because they were so cheap to produce. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't have their main guys animating them in-house. They sent them to other studios off-seas. And so, as far as box office, we know that the first return, of the, the J- Return of Jafar, was very successful,
1: hugely. Um,
2: so I kind of wanted to get a get a grasp of was this one as successful, less successful. Um, to me, it's a better movie, but you know, the more you release in a series, typically the less well they do. Land Before Time. <laughs> so um, I found actually an article from an Entertainment Weekly um, report from 1996 that had been republished on the internet so uh, it kind of gleaned some information so within five days of being released there were industry estimates that the king of thieves had had sold six million copies so on average you paid 16 dollars per tape which oh my gosh 16 dollars imagine if a blu-ray nowadays was 16 bucks like now they're maybe like 20 to 30 yeah um, msrp is more like 30 to 35 but not too shabby so uh six you know if it's about 16 dollars a tape they estimated that Disney, in just those five days, made $96 million. And I'm sure it's made more past those five days oh, yeah. and years and re-releasing it into DVD and then re-releasing it as the two-movie collection. Three-movie collection. Now, well, I don't think it's ever been released in a three-movie collection really? with Aladdin. Yeah, typically with oh, the... yeah, 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 They Well... With, like, Mulan, they'll they'll pair it with Mulan, too. But Mulan is considered a B-level right. compared to, like, Aladdin and Beauty yeah, and the Beast. For okay. these other ones that are, like, they're super popular, they keep those on the pedestal. Oh, that's You know, the Diamond Mulan Collection, the Platinum Collection. Um, but this one usually is a two-movie collection with the first one, which is sort of just like a throwaway movie at right. this point in time. So, okay. you really, if you're buying that, you're only buying it because this is your only way to purchase the movie Right? Right. On, D- on Blu-ray or DVD. It's like, eh, I guess I have to have this other one. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, it's like Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's like a two-movie collection. You know, <laughs> it's like, and, and
2: number two. Like, nobody really wants to watch number yeah. two. <laughs> so um, I, there were some really interesting quotes. Because, you know, while we are talking about Aladdin and King of Thieves, I guess our nerdy couch discussion for this episode, which we can weave throughout, is sort of this burgeoning home Direct-to-video market, yeah. and so in this article, there's a very interesting quote that this per- that one of the executives has. So, Anna Daly, who's president of Disney's Buena Ho- Vista Home Video, said as to why this movie has done so well when it was released. She said, "It's the appetite of the video marketplace. The size in consumer dollars is something like three times the theatrical market, which is crazy." Because, and yeah. I was reading an article again by by the director, and he did mention that you know this maybe is one of the reasons why disney started to really falter in the in the early 2000s is because they started to cannibalize their own market right um if a mother or a family decided okay do we take the family and spend 60 bucks mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe 30 bucks 40 bucks at the time to go see a movie in theaters or do we just do this just wait for 20 dollars a pop and buy yeah buy it on um, home so very interesting and then there was another one uh, another report saying that uh, in 1997, the Wall Street Journal estimated that this movie had done $130 million in revenue. So, 10 not million too, units sold. That's yeah. holy crap. That is not too shabby. And it's then also going back, so Leonard Maltin, you'll know him. He's an animation historian. He's written lots of books on yeah, animation. Yeah, yeah. Um, from that Entertainment Weekly article, he mentions that talking about disney and should they make more sequels which is crazy to think <laughs> that this was an actual conversation yeah. i mean now it's like stop making the sequels, stop making the remakes but back then they'd only like, really done it for aladdin and it was like should we do more and this is what he says he says i'd as soon see them leave those old films alone right if you've told the story well it comes to a conclusion." And then the the commentator, the reporter says, sorry, Leonard, Disney's conclusion appears to be, if at first you do, if first you do succeed, draw, draw again. (laughs) I, you know, whoever wrote that, kudos. (laughs) That
1: was an amazing line. (laughs) Uh,
2: And, you know, we come back with the old Walt Disney line. You can't beat pigs with pigs, Yeah, but they don't care. They don't care. (laughs) They really don't care at this point. It's like pigs, 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 and more pigs. Okay. So let's go back down to you know memory line. So if you if you recall, Robin Williams did not return for the second film. Yeah, because there was a
1: huge drama.
2: Yes, lots of drama with the first movie. They promised him as part of the promotion for the original Aladdin that they would not use his name like on movie posters and, and promote him. They'd promote the film, um, but Disney went against that. They just couldn't hold it in he said oh he's so good we love him we, we cannot not do that and so he got very upset with them and did not return for the second movie i believe dan caslanetta was did, yeah. the, the voice of the genie and it while he is a great voice actor so oh. not the same just not quite the same robin williams is such an amazing talent he's one of a kind mm-hmm. and i've just i've actually watched a
1: couple things of his lately and it just like makes my heart
2: hurt i, I mean- know
1: It was just like, oh my gosh, you were so good. So amazing. Like, out of this world, no wonder you were an alien in one of your first shows. Good. (laughs) Yeah. I was
2: was watching this and I felt the same thing. It was just sort of like my heart pang, sadness for him. And now that he's gone and he's not with us. And, And watching the film, you can definitely see his direct influence on this oh. just like the first movie where they basically just let him go and he it's went off script show. and he just did anything i'm positive that if he were not to have returned dad caslinetta would not have just done all this uh off the cuff hilarity no. he just would have stuck to the script done it uh, robin williams that wasn't his style and he knew this character he loved the genie and he did a great job. And there's just so many just off-the-wall references and <laughs> things that I, I just... Geronimo, Geronimo! No discredit... Pocahontas! <laughs> <laughs> no discredit to the writing team. I just don't think they could have come up with it because his mind was just so and out he's there. He's so out of this world. And I love him. And he's just man
1: he really does he is the genie yes and anything else that's one of the main reasons why i believe that return of jafar was the dream sequence as opposed <laughs> to the actual thing is just because you can't do that again without him and i loved how in this film they brought everyone back like it wasn't just they kept with scott wang w- winger um how do you say his last name i never even said. Uh, it's
2: Wagner? It's not Wagner. No, it's Winginger or something. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry, Scott. I love you. (laughs) I've been watching him on Fuller House lately. Oh yes,
2: (laughs) me as well. I finished that season.
1: (laughs) Yes. Ooh. (laughs) The 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 cliffhanger on that one. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Oh man. But I just uh, and you have Liz Callaway came in and did you know the voice of Jasmine for singing and like you just had everybody in there. So it was like okay, good. We're actually doing this, mm-hmm. and it's not just a I'm just trying to, you know, you know kill this
2: holy cow. yeah, type of thing. <laughs> um, so here's a fun fact about the film. So you know, Aladdin, uh, there is the very famous Alibaba and the Forty Thieves, and which comes from the Thousand and One Arabian Nights mm-hmm. book. Um, and so this film was very much inspired by the Alibaba and Forty Thieves story except for they replaced Alibaba with Aladdin. Great source material. Yes, very. And, and that's why it works. They took a story and adapted it that, that is beloved and, and cherished and, and has been it around works. for a long time. And it works. <laughs> it's a story yeah. that works. And, you know, they, they added their own unique plot elements. For the most part, it I liked it. So Yeah. Now, also, another fun fact is, and I got this from Wikipedia. Let me just tell you right now. <laughs> um, for the first time since the original Aladdin, They had a completely new soundtrack. So previously for Return of Jafar and the TV series, they just rearranged the original film score. Yeah. And uh, said, here we go. Again, cost-saving measures, which I totally understand. But um, this this score does stand out to me. Just maybe because I've seen it so many times that it's very reminiscent. You know, different scenes are very reminiscent and I can pinpoint those. But it has a slightly different feel than the original Aladdin. A little bit... There's, like, those epic moments and swells when yeah. it's, like, they're in the desert in the 40 Thieves lair uh-huh. and things like that. But the, songs? Eh, not so much. We'll get there. We'll get there. But the, the thing
1: is, this soundtrack to me is kind of in the same vein as a Goofy movie soundtrack with, the, like, the backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's both of them are Toon Disney. Yeah. And both of them have great soundtracks, I think. Disney, Disney, Disney Toon. Oh, yes. Disney Toon Studios. Um, <laughs> I, I just... I was looking into it because I was like, oh, I'm going to look up this soundtrack on iTunes. So I look it up and I look in there and going back to the whole, you know, really Disney didn't do anything with <laughs> Return of Jafar. The only two Jafar, Return of Jafar songs that were made that they're like just coupled in with this with Aladdin and the King of Thieves. And I'm like, what? What the? Like, How do you even bring those in here? I don't I don't approve. The fact that they just decided, oh, we'll couple this, you know, in with this other CD, because now I feel like as I go ahead and I listen to it, it's like I, they're jumping around. They're taking me back to Return of Jafar when you've already gone through like the first couple songs of, of
2: like I just it really messed with my head and I did not appreciate it. I am trying to see who the composer was, but I'm having a hard time discovering that there is a um, if you look on the old IMDb. A quite extensive music department listed, but not necessarily... You got, like, the composer for additional music is uncredited, so... That's blame Not quite sure what's happening there, but... Uh, I all right. look it up on...
1: Um, no, it's, I didn't see anything on iTunes. Yeah, and I... Um, there are ways to find that out, but that's dumb that they wouldn't make it so easily found. Yeah. Well, it's just like in one interview I saw with Tad... He just said, you know, back in the day of, you know, the early Disney days, as a as an artist, you never got a credit. And people just kind mm. of accepted that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you're going to be, you know, somebody who does, like, a, another character who's not, like, one of the main characters, you're not going to get a credit. Yeah. And he's like, it really made me mad until Squeaks, the little bird, played himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> they credited the, the fact that this guy was not Squeaks a... Squeaks from Fox and the Hound. Fox and yes. the Hound, yes. And he, he's just like... He was just a sound effect. He wasn't an actual thing. Like the bird or the the caterpillar. The caterpillar. Yes,
2: yeah. Yeah. I read
1: that too. Yeah. I was like uh, at that point I got ticked. I yeah, like, he he had done that. Yeah. That was his sequence. Yeah, he was like, the sound effect gets more of <laughs> of of a shout out than I who actually drew the thing.
2: <laughs> ah, the good old days of the old days. <laughs> So um I think we've kind of already touched on this but what are your initial thoughts and feelings of this movie? So good. So every when we were thinking about going like we were going
1: through some of the different films that the patrons had had listed and when I saw that this one was on there I was like oh yes thank you (laughs) this makes me so happy i'm pretty sure this was one of those films that in the beginning when we started the podcast you and i were like yeah we have to do that one (laughs) here we are 141 (laughs) episodes
2: later we're finally getting around we're
1: finally getting to it
2: (laughs) so just to give a little shout out this is nick Vito. this is his uh, patron pick so, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Nick. Okay, so for me,
1: obviously... His, I just wanted to point out, his second choice was the Pagemaster. Which, <laughs> yes.
2: Nick, I love your choices. Yes, we will get to Pagemaster 2. I'm not, well, not Pagemaster 2. Is there a Pagemaster 2? Yeah, no, 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 we won't be no, doing that. We, we will be doing also that. be getting to Pagemaster at some point in time. No promises. Are you
3: in or out? Gotta know without a doubt. I'm the one you need for a dirty deed. I'm the best. Success is guaranteed. Are you men or mice? Take a slice of my advice. You want a fearless leader, one that's strong and stout? Better vote for me. Are you in or
2: out? I love this movie. Uh, I've already i spent the first 30 minutes of this podcast kind of gushing about it and I just Alert! 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 Yes, we are biased. Yes, Completely. we are just have the nostalgia goggles on and on hard. So <laughs> on
1: hard, like on. Like,
2: if you hate top. this movie and you're really looking for like a true critical analysis, this this is not
1: your episode. This is
2: not the episode for you. This is just kind of good old reflecting '90s times. But this is a Chelsea
1: Morgan episode, a la the Swan, Swan Princess. Princess
2: episode, <laughs> uh, episode twelve. That's a great one. <laughs> Yes, oh I think gosh. well, until Mason returns, I think a lot of the episodes leading up till his return will kind of be <laughs> like this, so <laughs> I love this movie, and I cannot tell you how many times my brothers and I watched this movie. We watched it all the time and, all the time, and watching it even you know now to prepare, I loved it it yeah. was so good i didn 't feel that I was bored at any point. From line one, opening song. Yes, yes, exactly. The Genie is great. The songs are not fantastic, but they've definitely grown on me because I just grew up watching them and listening to them. And when they do come up on my Disney playlist, I do not skip them. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so let's just dive right into it. The quotes. The quotes. Like Chelsea said, this movie from the very first line. In color. (laughs) Ah, some
1: of you don't believe.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's,
1: oh, there's so many. And it's all him. Like it's from, all Ronald Williams. Uh, oh, it's a Kodiak moment. Oh, get that bear out of here. <laughs> that is a quote I often use and nobody gets it. Oh, man.
2: I feel like 15 years ago, it would have... People would have gotten it. People but, would have gotten it. No, but yeah. well, that's from the original movie.
1: No, that's from this one. It isn't. It is. It's like it's like. Oh, they're about to get oh. married. Oh, it's a Kodiak moment. Oh, get that bear out of here.
2: <laughs> oh, he does the little finger thing in yeah. the original movie. Like, hey, you just won out of the princess. What are you going to do next? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gotcha. Anyways, <laughs> back we go. So, um, lots of quotes, even from yeah. the very beginning. And then we have this opening song There's a party here in Agrabah. and oh, the party's yeah. all for me. <laughs> Which they changed Brad Kane's voice. I don't think Brad Kane came back. If, if he, he did, did. well, he-, he did something to his voice because Aladdin, singing Aladdin, does not sound the same. Brad Kane's a singing voice. Yeah. He came back? Yeah, he was on the soundtrack. Oh, well, that's bizarre because he sounds like he has gone back 10 years because he's like there's a party here at agrabah and the party's (laughs) all for me
1: it was his first time out of the box give him a break
2: (laughs) so this song just i love it because every every basically line is quotable you mustn't wear an outfit that's naughty (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh they're finally getting married they're finally getting finally, getting married it's a party
1: at agrabah
2: there's a party at agrabah Ah, oh, it's so good. So it's so good. good. It's so good. So, yeah, I think, sorry if that's <laughs> kind of like the, the main theme of this episode, but. Morgan and Chelsea singing! <laughs> so, okay, so we're going into the movie and. It's like, but where is the groom? (laughs) And of course, it's the classic case of wet feet. Aladdin, he's back in his street wear, or street rat wear. (laughs) Which, throughout the whole TV
1: series, it's like, (laughs) why are you still in this garb? Like, (laughs) you have a guy who will make anything for you, let alone a genie that will make anything for you. So, I don't understand
2: I, it, they always did this in the movies like they give him new wardrobe they did this for the genie as well with like the slavery bracelets right right <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just didn't look the same without, without him no Does he, he have looked, him again he I looks, looks even... naked yeah he always in the in the TV series and then in the both movies he has him back on it's now, more like now they're
1: just more of a trinket <laughs> yeah exactly
2: I was like well this this is my reminder of my time in servitude that I'm <laughs> never going back <laughs> I just like him okay <laughs> Like, hey, I can't help if I look so good. Stylish. Stylish slave. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, um, they frequently do this, like, in TV series where they just have him wear the one outfit. But, I mean, Aladdin, his outfit was so iconic. And, again, I mean, these clothes are just, these new fancy clothes are so itchy. They're not like my <laughs> other ones with the fleas. And... <laughs> no. I don't have fleas. So, yeah, he goes back, and then, you know, they're setting it up where they have... The, the dagger, you know, with the hand on it. Yes. It's like, oh, it's my father's like, oh, is he having the chicken or the sea bass? <laughs> and well, I love that they bring that that, that, that line back. back. I love When it. the dad comes, he's like, you're his father.
1: There's like, only one thing I need to know. <laughs> yeah? What's that? Will
2: you be having the chicken or the sea bass? <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Okay, so, yeah, he, he has cold feet, and, you know, eventually they, they get him back there, and and then this reminds me of the moment from the first film where the genie is narrating the uh, Prince Ali, yeah. you know, and he's acting like the Macy's Day Parade commentators. Yeah, yeah. And this is a similar thing. And so I love all the guests. It's Moses, <laughs> Cleopatra, and Caesar. And oh, look, they brought a salad. <laughs> Thor. Are you a Thor? Well, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and brought to you by sand. It's everywhere. Get Get used to to it. it. (laughs) Sorry again. This is a quote fest. Um, Another similar quote fest episode is episode 40, Robin Hood. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So. But yes, I need a genie to just magic, make my wedding super magical. That's what I need. Yes. You know, when he was, he did the boom and then the the doves the doves with the The, and then i love this is the one of the most classic quotes from the trailer and the movie when they finally reveal what jasmine looks like which she looks like she always looks like although not really because she's seriously off model her eyes have grown probably two sizes i never thought that she looked good in this no no was she really that hard to draw like i understand they had to cut corners for time but like you should, She's off model. She's, you should have put some time into this moment. Aladdin, I can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the big reveal where Aladdin goes, wow, and his whole head like rolls <laughs> off his
1: <laughs> rolls off his shoulders.
2: Oh, so good. So yes, um, she looks good, kind of. <laughs> if you count uh, off model as good. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. What's funny is, though, I remember watching Say Yes
1: to the Dress, because, yes, I watched that show. Um, And apparently, in some Middle Eastern cultures, it's very bad luck to wear white at your wedding.
5: Oh.
1: And so I was like, huh.
2: (laughs) I wonder. Well, you know, Aladdin did get some backlash for not being very culturally sensitive. You know, in the nineties, we're not. I mean, they tried a little bit, a little. but they didn't go all out. You know, like they did with Moana and actually getting a lead character, right. you know, who was a Pacific Islander and or character, but voice actress and whatnot. So, eh. Eh. I mean, <laughs> you got cut them a little slack. We're uh, it's bad coming. luck. I mean, maybe it is bad luck because she, they didn't actually get married in that point in time. It's true. So. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. That'll teach you. So then, of course, the wedding gets, you know, the band. We see throughout the original, the first song, we, we see the thieves kind of inserting they're themselves. They're hiding in baskets and whatnot. And, you know, then they're attacking randomly, which wouldn't have been my go to. I would have done, okay, everyone's distracted by the wedding. Let's stealthily yeah, yeah. do all this in the ground. But no, they just like, poof, no, here we are. No, no, no. They're, they're sitting, they sent out the elephants. Oh yeah yeah.
1: So the elephants destroy the whole place and you got even the genie like cuz you have to do something with the genie to make mm-hmm. sure that he's like not in your way I guess. Yeah. And so he's up holding the roof up.
2: <laughs> yes, so that's but, his job. But don't you think it's still rather than sending the elephants loose would have been better to just like just, let them, it, just yeah. keep it let's not create turmoil and chaos but then again, you know. They're the forty thieves. They're the forty they thieves, that's what they do. They fight like demons. They're worse than demons. These are the forty thieves. Really? I count thirty (laughs) nine. (laughs) Forty I love Aladdin.
1: (laughs) I love Scott Winger. He's just like he's he's got the greatest voice and he the fact that he was always this character just It brings it, makes it so nice. Oh, I know. I can't listen to him
2: without thinking Aladdin. Oh, yeah. And when you watch him in Fuller House now, it's just like, you're so old. (laughs) But you're so old. Exactly. (laughs) Which is so sad. I mean, it happened to us, too. Come on, Morgan. I know, I know. So, um, what are they after? The gifts? Not all the gifts. This is what the King of Thieves wanted. So you get this the oracle, and can I just ask the question that nobody's asking? Who the heck gave Aladdin and Jasmine an oracle for their wedding? Like, girlfriend, where are you registered? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, yeah. this is kind of I mean, valuable. Why do well, know like, that it was going to be given as a gift? Well, yeah, exactly. Like, like, why didn't they try to just really, you know, get that person instead of? Well, I guess, like, after you've asked your question, it's basically useless. Yeah. I know. But, uh, so it's just a one-time-use gift, and then you put it on, and you can re-gift it, and, and people it's actually awesome. really are appreciative. Yeah. Sweet, I got an oracle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, Yaka, he wastes his question. Right. But shouldn't Jasmine's question have counted? Because she said, what were they after, the gifts? Shouldn't the oracle said, no, they were after me? <laughs> Yeah, Either. I don't know. Because that was hard. I
1: would say that it's because he was standing on it. But actually, later on, when they have, when they're like, no, ask the question, where's the hand of Midas or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's not him that's holding the, the oracle. It's one of the other lackeys. Yeah. So it's like, eh, what could you do? And it's like, why didn't one of the other lackeys ask the question? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They didn't really need the King of Thieves to ask the question. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like they don't know they're but like, at, no, this is your question. We're taking you
2: to the end. I yeah. don't want to waste my question. But at this point in time they hadn't really like split off. Like he was still their leader, you know, and yeah. other than the one guy. But you know, and she's like a broken record. Yeah. One question. One question. One question. <laughs> one question. One question. One question. And so did she just pull on Aladdin? You know when Aladdin tricks the genie into giving him a wish but he doesn't actually wish for it? Yes. Did she did Aladdin do that? Did she do that to Aladdin? Because notice, she, she, he doesn't ask his question, but she's like, here, but let me just show you a vision of your father who's alive. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> Questions I didn't know I needed. <laughs> she's like, maybe this will help you. know." It's <laughs> like, this, well, this is no like,
1: no I don't hints. want you to know, I don't want you to ask about the, the hand of Midas. So, about your father? <laughs> ask about that. <laughs> ah, I
2: see, t- pointing you in the other direction. I like it. I like it. Uh, So, you know, this movie I love because I really just love the plot and the pacing of it. Uh But then he's going to go off and find his dad. But not before we have a sappy love number that completely ruins the whole thing. This is the most forgettable of all the songs to me. I don't know. I mean, I kind of appreciated it because thinking about
1: even now looking at the Broadway musical, they have the Proud of Your Boy song. And so it it kind of adds a little bit more back-end story of of aladdin because you're like yeah
2: you didn't come out of thin air like people like you don't, don't come, come out, out of thin air just like that little melody right there yeah. it's like oh so 90s <laughs> it is
1: but it's i think it did add a little bit of the backstory and and maybe that's why they wanted it in there to just kind of like make it more of, yeah of they a need hard. to they
2: need to re-emphasize that like yeah your dad may be this big bad guy but you're not bad well just, they didn't know that he was a bad guy at that time oh because they're right, just like right you're right
1: like you just. Oh yeah, because head. he's
2: he's yeah he's. Who
1: am I? Right, but I mean the fact that it was a it's a duet. It has to be kind of a show me you show me the world. <laughs> I had to bring that in because I've got to go back to the first movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> On a magic carpet ride. <laughs> I love you. So, no. I love you. Yes. <laughs> show me the way.
1: Yeah. showed me who I am. I'm not locked up inside. People like you don't Don't come come out of thin air. Yeah. The thing is, like, at the end, though, he's just like, don't worry. I'll be back in time for our wedding. Like, did you already set another date? Yeah. Like, like, we missed something here. (laughs) To me, it sounds like more of something you would say in the effect of, I will be back to marry you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like... There's, you've already set a date for this. Don't worry, I won't miss it. (laughs) I won't leave you at the altar. Like, I feel like your, our wedding can wait. (laughs) I love you.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Aladdin's out and he's wearing his rogue outfit. Yes. Complete with a turban. It's good to see him back in the turban. (laughs) And we meet Kasim, Aladdin's dad. I love Aladdin's dad. And I love Aladdin's dad's voice because he's He's by John Rice Davies, who you might know as Gimli, and he's just done all sorts of things. But, you know, nonetheless, as much as I like him, the Welsh accent, how did he get that?
1: (laughs) Oh, he's been around.
2: He's been gone since, like, he left his family when they were young, so nowhere else is he gone. Ah, figures. but I mean, I never noticed at the time, like, at all, that he had an accent, but going back, I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> and I just need to get this out here. Aladdin's dad—he's hot. He is agreed. Like, Aladdin has a lot to look forward to in aging and getting older. Jasmine has a lot to look forward oh, to. For to. That. <laughs> that. I mean, I've always thought Aladdin is an attractive character, but his dad—I mean, with that little scruff—I'm like. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs>
1: But the, I mean, he's
2: so sophisticated with
1: the gray on the yes, side. Yes, yeah, a little salt and pepper. And as and... opposed to, like, going totally bald, you know? That that type is, like, I can appreciate that. Yes,
2: yes. Ah, good times. <laughs> the old debate. Do you find cartoon characters attractive? <laughs> uh, yes, of course. Yes, okay. we do. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Okay, so then we go back to the genie, and genie's comforting uh, Jasmine. And I... Laughed out loud. I cracked up during this part. I was like, "Listen to Jeannie dear Jeannie <laughs> knows." <And> he, <laughs> oh and my gosh, fire. This is stuff. I mean, I, if you maybe, I'm sure kids nowadays may not put the two and two together. It, been watching this movie now. I, I don't know. The, <laughs> even you can't even get this at the VHS bin at no, like can't. Goodwill because like no one wants VHS anymore. Right. Like my mom, she was clearing out a big room of all this stuff, and it's like the kids' playroom. And she just stored all the old VHSs there. And I'm like, Mom, get rid of these. Like, you have a majority of them on DVD. She's like, yeah, but we've got to keep them, right? I'm like, yes, if you count up the $16 per tape that you (laughs) spent on all these, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But, like, we don't don't watch this anymore, okay? Yeah. But I know some people do. they are actually some other collectors of VHS and... yeah. We still have all of ours. <laughs> well, you actually have a VHS player that works. Yes. My mom does not. was oh broke. My God. So, therefore, what is the purpose of <laughs> this? Is I probably true. should have led with that. Yes, able- lead with that next time. <laughs> <laughs> VHS just broken mom still wants to keep them <laughs> that does have a- <laughs> uh, anyways going back so oh God, yes genie so i genie. love this this is this really has nothing to do with the plot other than it's just a really funny genie moment oh, I love this it. is one of those times where he was just riffing yeah and you know he's planning the second wedding <laughs> and i love that we mentioned this in the first you know, in the first movie, but he's clearly able to pass through space and time. Right? You know, he just has all these different, you know, quotes and references that uh, it goes over the characters' heads. But to us, it's hilarious. I love, you know, when he's having her dress up like the Disney princesses and Snow White. <laughs> and I see lasers, lights. Vegas. <laughs> and then, let's see, he's listing all the different colors and salmon. <laughs> so, it's good. It's good. It's just so good. And it's so random like just like all the things I just mentioned in the past 30 seconds it's just... Just one right after another. if you're thinking about this
1: person, like, if I actually had this genie person in front of me, and they're, like, pulling things out of space and time, like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't get any of your jokes. (laughs) Like,
2: I love you, but just smile and nod. Just smile and nod. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Which is
1: like, man, that would actually be really funny to see. (laughs) Okay, so then we go back to Aladdin. Aladdin does actually meet his dad. Which, actually, this was something that I found. I was like, oh... How clever, not clever, but how convenient that you leave Genie at home because he's just going to ruin this whole thing, honestly. Like, this, the whole, like, it's got to be intense. Like, Genie is not for intense. So, That's we're going to leave you home to do construction work. <laughs> and Iago is going to come with you instead as you travel across to follow the 40 Thieves. Yes, because
2: we want, we need to take this movie seriously. This is. Oh, cool. and
1: also, Iago is definitely going to be the one to, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. They still have
2: the Oracle. Oh, of course. He's. <laughs> he sees an opportunity.
1: He will not let that pass. Oh, like, those are great... That's great allocation of characters. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> By this point, they knew their character strengths. Yes. So, you know, and then Kasim shows him, like, my men don't even know about this place. <laughs> like, is this really good to keep secrets from your men? Yes. Mm, but I guess when you're king, they have all sorts of secrets. So then we hear the father and son song. Well, no, before that, here's the thing.
1: You go back and he's like, I'm showing you this... This, you know, the whole... Well, he's he's telling a story about why he left Aladdin. Yeah. Which is like, okay, how do you just totally forgive him for that, like, Mm -hmm. right away? And I can understand you wanting to, like, you wanting to have that relationship, but just like, I'm your son. (laughs) Like, (laughs) run! I got you! (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then they're in there and they're showing him this, this golden, you know, boat that's down at the bottom. It's like... Why not just sell the boat? <laughs> I mean, it's not like True you can't that. go down there and and like haul this up or not. Why are yeah, you keeping this? Yeah, chip away, get some big chunks your, of it. Yeah, and then
2: piece by you're piece, you're good. <laughs> that's that's a great point. A solid gold boat. And it's just like stem to stern. That thing is down there. It's huge. Yeah, Chelsea, I like you're thinking. <laughs>
1: how it should have ended? <laughs> how it should have ended right there. Just end it right here. Get your men, pull this thing out, and let's just like divvy it out. You're good. But of course, you had to get no, greedy. No, no.
2: I always have to get greedy. I want more. What's
1: more? I want more. <laughs> I want to
2: be where the gold is. Solid gold okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then we um have this so the genie arrives, right? Or do they go they take him back? They take him
1: back. So they're like, "All right, he Iago says, "All right, hey, come get the oracle. You want to come to the wedding because he's This dad's like, I don't know you, basically. (laughs) Yeah. So he's like, but you still got to go. How could you miss your only son's wedding? Mm -hmm. So he brings him back, and then he comes up, and here comes the dad song, because he's dressed in his garb. Yes. And his like, he's dressed in his um, King of Thieves garb. Yes. And so Jeannie has to somehow in a nice way, change the garb yes. to a suitable, I am I am Aladdin's father, you know, back from the dead, and mm. yes, the, it's, it's a, a big, big, bright,
2: beautiful future, hanging <laughs> <future. laughs> right on the family tree. <laughs> I like this song, I like because it I too. like the lyrics, they just like make me laugh. Doodle-doodle-doodle, grandpa, lots of babies on your knee. yes. <laughs> dude, 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 on the comfy couch while we're, we're playing, playing one, one on one, it's back big, to back to the shack together, <laughs> together, together as, as father and son. <laughs> oh man! <Yes>. Yep, yep, <laughs> that just happened, guys. That just happened. And I always... So this is like a weird Morgan moment, like. I just... The part that always stands out to me is like, maybe a bump... And I can't do it because I can't sing this low, but maybe a bumpy ride. And well, then take I'll, it side by side. <laughs> take it side by side. Maybe Gotta a love. bumpy ride. Yeah, that's low. Oh, come on, uh it oh, It's... Mm-hmm. Yes, i think we're just gonna keep saying it's so good it's, it's so, so good. good uh yes but then a i mean he is one of the palace guards but he has always been sort of a shady palace guard more he of is. a letter of the law i wouldn't say shady in the first movie we really have no uh, i guess the reason we don't like him is because he doesn't like aladdin but right. if you see it from his side he's just trying to do his job it's true and uh but the tv this, show too
1: Yes, he was not the best
2: friend during. The- yeah, but he's not an evil guy. No, but here mm, he seems to be working with the next member of the Forty Thieves. Is that borderline treason? Um, he's starting to get a little bad. Well, I don't.
1: His well, from his motives, is he's trying to capture them all. How did he even meet up with
2: Saluk? Let's see. Let's let's read the synopsis. So Luke fights a laman later managed to prevail by overthrowing a cliff. He's welcome to the band. How does it go? Dead dead da Join the, the club. club. Taking whatever
1: you please. Got to grab some chair. Take a, Pull up an easy chair. Welcome, welcome to, to the, the forty things. Thieves. What's his... I don't
2: see. Oh, man. those that great lyricist okay, okay. in that. Um, meanwhile, Saluk makes his way to Agarbah. He reveals himself to Razul and sells out his fellow thieves by telling Razul the password to their hideout in exchange for immunity from prosecution. Yeah, so he's not a prisoner.
1: So yeah, I think he is doing a little bit of treason. Like he's, But maybe for him, he's just like... Well,
2: he's like, eh, okay, we'll get rid of one to gain all the rest. Yeah, he's, so he's, in it's, it's his mind, like, it's justified. It's like the communist thing back in the, you know when
1: everyone was red, it's like, oh, we'll let you go as long as you tell us who your five friends in the Communist Party are. You know? Yeah, that's I think true. That's what that's it true. is. So, <laughs> I love the part, though, when he's just like, what's more important than sentencing my prisoners? <laughs> <laughs> and then the other random guard that comes in is like, oh, it's the wedding of jasmine and aladdin who is rob paulson and oh is that voice and i'm like it's rob like you can't unhear rob paulson just like jim cummings who plays razool yes you can't unhear these guys once you know who they are and so rob paulson comes in and like actually he was just diagnosed with cancer not too really? long ago yeah it made me really sad but he put Aww. he took like a break off of his podcast for a bit i think he's back now because uh-huh. I, I saw that on twitter that he was like i'm kind of back now oh so, wow um so all my love and support to Rob Paulson. For- Seriously, he's amazing. He really is. I love yeah. Him. Um, so yeah, send him love. But this is yeah, that was just that moment where I was like, Yes <laughs> And then right after that is the quote that I always think of, as I mentioned in the beginning, is because his like, why would Aladdin be with him? Because his father is the king of these
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so now we go, we journey with Aladdin and the father. Well, they try to... What happens here with the father, who, like, the father reveals himself? He gets shady. Oh, because he tries to steal the oracle again. Oh, yes. He tries to steal the, sh- the oracle, and then, you know, the sultan's going to put him in prison for life. Right. And at first I'm like, whoa, 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 put him in life? That's a bit harsh, no? But then again, he is the, he's 40 the king of, th- he's the, king of the, the 40 thieves. We are not... I mean you kind of understand the enormity of that title but right. i'm assuming they've done a lot of bad stuff right, right so
1: that's probably justified well it's like when you're watching um curse of the black pearl pirates of the caribbean at the very end it's like while humorous in quantity
2: serious <laughs> in
1: nature <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all of his dirty deeds like no wonder
2: yeah we're having
1: issues yeah <laughs>
2: Okay, so you know, but Aladdin, of course, you know, he can't see his dad be put in prison, so he helps him escape and then escape out of my life go all <laughs> drama right there too. can't forget that, <laughs> and then, you know, he lets him go, and then they're like, all right, let's go. And he's like, no, I'm not gonna run away, am I I'm not like you <laughs> I'm like go you Aladdin, you go back home. <laughs> so he does go back home, and he's actually kind of pardoned by the Sultan. Sultan's right. like, oh well, you did the right thing. You're for family, it's for love. Yeah, exactly. He's like what?
1: <laughs> How many bad things do people do because out of love, quote unquote? Yes. And it's like,
2: is that mm, really a pardonable yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, about that, but
1: whatever. Yeah, it progresses the storyline. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> there are you. There are family bias here, and I'm okay with it. <laughs>
2: now we're in like act three uh, yeah the act three is is basically they're like well well Cassim has the oracle you know because aladdin let him keep it and they use the oracle to find the exact location well because iago the gets out yes uh, he they they steal so
1: the 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 band of seven or whatever oh my gosh the in or out we have to talk about in are you in or or out cro- uh, dirty crossers or devout if you get with me if you stick with me i'm the prince of generosity i don't know are you word. out or in, in. <laughs> oh man oh so du-
5: that's, du- that's du- a sink or swim yes
1: yes du- 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 are you in or out <laughs> du- du- du-
2: are you in or out
1: great song yeah so you have that song where so Luke, is bringing in the rest of the like seven that are like leftover yeah, of the yeah. forty, and then they they kidnap Kasim. They take him. Well, they kidnap him. They take him on the boat. Yeah. And they're like, now ask your question. And
2: Iago's like, now's good. Fine,
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's out of the. He's out. They, and he flies these back. These guys
2: and, aren't so smart. They really don't realize that you do not need Cassim to need ask either. this question. Like you have the oracle. Just. Get yeah. him off the boat and ask it yourself. You right. got seven tries. Right. Whatever. <laughs>
1: They're like, I don't want to waste mine. Yeah. <laughs> That's my question. I wonder about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, he never knew his father. <laughs> <sighs> so it's it's super good. And so oh, Yahoo is back, tells him to come, and uh, he, Aladdin's like, Fine. He's my father. I must go save him. Like, no, you don't, but whatever. So he goes. And then there, you meet the turtle. Ah, good old turtle island. We're on the back of the turtle island, which I thought was a good idea. It's pretty cool. Was that a part of the original, do you know? Probably was. We'll go with it, yeah. It was. <laughs>
2: well, if not, we'll edit this in post. Yeah, right.
1: So they're on the back of the turtle. And you hear, like, do you, don't you see Aladdin? We were meant to do this together. And I'm like, eh, "Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> But okay, so now it's like the big old adventure of them trying to get this hand of Midas. Yeah, and you also have the people, you know, so Lucas trying to steal it as well. So okay, we're we've set the scene. This is apparently the big moment. You know, this whole movie is reaching up to this moment when yeah. they're on the back of the giant turtle, and now what?
2: There's a big fight.
1: There's a big fight. (laughs) I always thought that the fact that when he like he gets the hand and he throws it over at uh, Kasim and he's like, "What do I catch it with?" Ah, my cape. Mm -hmm. And now my cape is solid gold threads. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is a wicked awesome cape. That's a pretty heavy cape. That's a heavy cape. I would like that cape actually. Like, individual strands of gold. That would look
2: good with your wedding garb. Like, yeah. all white, and then the gold? Mm-mm-mm. That's, that's, stylin'. That's stylin right there. Yeah. And Kasim, Saluk, so of course, he's he's not really too smart. He grabs, you know, after this big fight, um, you know, Kasim realizes, okay, you know, he's I'm going to throw this to him, okay. and he's not going to realize, and he's going to turn to gold. And, of course, not the best pose, because he's like, no. no, no! His arms are up, and... Like, oh, that's your last way that people are going to remember you. Not too good. You know, he sinks down. He basically dies. Yeah. But because he turned to gold, it's like, we don't feel as bad. You know? Right, right. He didn't. No, you died. Yeah. <laughs> you killed off this character. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have they ever done that in, like, one of the Aladdin shows? I think this is the only time.
2: Yeah, Jafar doesn't die, does he? I can't remember how Jafar has his, meets his demise in the second movie, but i don't know we'll just move on yeah whatever anyways and then so he's like oh what's the quote um like dad you waited your whole life
1: for this <laughs> you are the ultimate treasure bring in <laughs> the moral of the story right here. of course like this was the, the whole movie had to have a moral it was really? the 90s i mean you were watching from the beginning you knew this was the moral this was coming like your treasure yeah like yeah, your yeah. family man it's the family man you have them standing together no you are my ultimate treasure. But here's one thing I didn't understand: Why did he try? To, why did he turn the whole castle gold? I feel like the or the inside when he he's like turns everything inside mm-hmm. the little thing gold. I feel like the turtle would be really ticked at that point. Well,
2: yeah, because now the turtle is basically trapped right. and can't come back up for air. Right. So he killed the turtle too. He just killed this turtle. Yeah, he. I think he did it because he didn't want it to be able to resurface someplace else. But I think he was just trying to make something You just really murdered dirty. a turtle. A giant <laughs> mystical turtle.
1: That, hopefully turtle.
2: that turtle is strong enough for it. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Very unfortunate. Very so. unfortunate. Yeah. So, yes.
1: I think get PETA on that. Like, that should have been Oof. something that they really should have paid attention to. <laughs> oh, speaking of stylish, I'm really glad that Jasmine has that little, like, two-piece outfit, outfit in all colors. <laughs> I mean, the original was teal. Yep. Now we got into pink. Oh, and I we like had this. red. And we did have red,
2: yes. Her red outfit is great. Hey, when you got something that works, you gotta... Work that bod, girl. Yeah, Work exactly. It. You gotta buy them in all the colors that we have <laughs> for the rest of your life. So, yeah, they eventually do get married in the end. Yes. So, finally we made it. They finally it married. Finally get married. <laughs> finally married. Oh, they my gosh. They finally got married. Sultan's laugh. hoo <laughs> hoo <laughs> he's cute. He's just like a little Winnie the Pooh.
1: He is. Oh my gosh. I love the soul too. Like He's like, this is a happy day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As we said at the beginning. Oh man. I love the, I loved the ending that they brought in the Arabian Nights mm-hmm. from the very first movie. I felt like that was the thing that was missing in all the, in both of the other movies. It was this, like, where did this guy come from? Like, this peddler dude. Yep.
2: And now you, you wrap it up, bring it all They were supposed to reveal that in the first movie, but they ended up not, that the peddler was actually the genie. Yeah. Um, They ended up doing the different ending. It made you look, but um, yeah, that was always the intention. So I really do glad, I really am glad, like you say, that they brought that, and here's the end of the saga, and now we're going to finally reveal this last piece. Yeah, yeah. So... All right, well. You should tell him about your new a gift that you got for your ah, new house. okay, <laughs> so that's one thing. So at the very end of the movie, what does the genie say? He says, um, oh, so they're singing the Arabian Nights uh, at the very end, and he's like, do you not want a rug? <laughs> do you want a rug? <laughs> and so it's this rug of Aladdin and Jasmine, and it's like so... Of their wedding you It's totally like the royal family, you know, when... Diana got married. You know, There was all these things, commemorative pieces of, <laughs> of merchandise that you could buy. That was like a really big thing. Um, and obviously now, you know, with the, the new royal wedding that happened a few years ago, same thing. Yeah. People love a good old fashioned royal wedding. Of course they do. They want to get in on the merchandise. Yeah, it's great. Now, tying that back to me, when I saw that rug and it had a picture of Aladdin Jasmine's face on it, I cracked up. (laughs) I could not die. I I could I could not die. I couldn't stop laughing because I recently moved into a new home and throughout the process of buying a home, my realtor, she Um, Trying to help, you know, build a relationship there. She found out that I liked Disney. And once she did, and she, like, checked out my YouTube channel and watched all my videos, which, like, I don't like people in my real life to know (laughs) about my podcasting YouTube life. Just because most people... Closet nerd. They don't get it. They don't. They're like, you like Disney? You like kids' movies? And it's just... I don't want to go there because... I don't want to deal with you in your ignorance. Yes. Okay. Done. (laughs) But she loves Disney as well. So, you know, like you meet a fellow Disney fan, it's an instant bond. So once she found out, she's, she talked to me all the time. She said she watched all my videos. So then as a housewarming gift, she got me this blanket and I am going, when the day this episode comes out, I'm going to post it onto the rotoscopers Instagram, but it is a woven Aladdin and Jasmine blanket of their faces <laughs> basically like in the th- in the movie in the rug yes and i was just like oh my gosh i own that
1: <laughs> well another thing is morgan and i aren't really
2: that much on on merchandise, merchandise. we yeah. like books we like different things there's certain things that we got all do the like. movies yeah. soundtracks but as far as like having a mural in my house. <laughs>
1: having a throw rug. Like, it's just yeah.
2: not number one on our list I yeah, exactly. we would
1: do. But that's just amazing. High, like, props to your to your realtor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. So, I will keep
2: it. It'll be a, a good rug to yeah. use. So. Can I
1: just say that also that this movie has perfect replay value for me? The moment it ended, and even throughout the movie, I'm like, can I just start over and, yes. like, watch this again? I agree. I, I want to watch this again. It was that much fun. That much... Like, just good memories to be
2: brought back, and all those quotes.
1: Oh, so many quotes. I think the
2: first third of the movie really is the best. It because is. it's just jam-packed, jam-packed, jam-packed. Lots of quotes, lots of hilarity. Um, the ending, I the mean... The turtle part, you know, once they get it there... It gets more serious, you know, yeah. so it, it you I mean, the they G. have away. to do it. Um, and it's good overall, but I like just the jokey, like, nonsense at the yes. beginning. Basically, any time
1: they, like, send the genie away, they have to for, you know, to push the plot along, because yes. <laughs> genie is not about the plot. <laughs>
2: Which, if this was an all-genie movie, I wouldn't complain. I yeah. wouldn't complain either.
1: I' would be like, yes, just an hour of watching you being you makes oh, my yeah. life happy. <laughs> but all in all, what would you... So, perfect replay value for me. So, that's that adds to the star value, for sure. Um the nostalgia in general adds the star value. I'm gonna give. Am I gonna give this a five star? I don't know. Hey,
2: no. our, our ratings mean nothing. It They're means four. nothing.
1: But I think I am going. Uh, no, I'm gonna give it a four star. Yeah, it's a four star for me for sure. It's I can't give it in good conscience. You know, <laughs> I can't give it a five. I want to, but I I'm gonna give it a four and just say that this movie makes me happy every day if i haven't watched it in years yes years but i could watch it again
2: yes exactly so when we were doing this movie sometimes there's movies that i'm like oh it takes me a while to get to them
1: yeah there's movies on netflix right now that like for example we have zootopia which is a great movie i loved that movie i had great things to say about it but it doesn't hold the same replay value for some reason you have to be like a certain mood yeah to watch it because i know it has like of uh, You know, it's got this, it has its own moral, but it's like, you know, kind of whacks you over the head with it too. Um, so it's just like, for that reason, I have a hard time like jumping into mm-hmm. it, but not saying that it's bad, but it's like, yeah, what you said, it's like, you have to be in a mood. This one, I don't have to be in any yeah, mood. Yeah. I can just turn it on and throw so it yes. on and it's great. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to give it, hmm, I'm like between four, four and a half. Uh-huh. I know it's not a five. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a good solid four stars Okay, because I just love it. I always have loved this. I have watched this who knows how many times growing up. Um, There's just so many hilarious quotes and good moments. The songs, while I think if someone who's never seen this movie came in watching it, they may not think these are the best songs in the world. No. And They're not, but they are pretty. The lyrics are great. They're pretty Howard Ashman-esque. Yes. Even though he's not around. Um, they're just very quirky and and clever and i like it and i i love robin williams i'm very glad that he was back uh, and it's... it's just so good and guys disclaimer yes we're biased but it's hilarious it's such a good movie. <laughs> we warned you at the beginning like you exactly. can't <laughs> this is one of those you know when we're reviewing aladdin and the king of thieves i mean come on come on
3: so it's a big bright beautiful future thank your lucky stars you're alive
4: you got someone special to talk to, a friend that you can trust for love. You've been on your own with no family ties, but those solo days are done. You'll be two of a kind, spending quality time together, father and son.
2: We do have some voicemails. We do. Which we are going to play, and they are voicemail reviews. We're going to add those after the fact.
4: So, It's a bachelor party, big boy but none for you. You're the designated flyer. Hello, this is Alex calling in to give my review of Aladdin and the King of Thieves. In my opinion, this film is better than The Return of Jafar, but not nearly as good as the original. I do like it better than the TV series as well, but that's not saying a whole lot. I think that it's one of the best Disney sequels, but not the best. And the main area that makes it watchable is Robin Williams return as the genie I thought it was absolutely hilarious when he turns and do the secret service when Aladdin's father comes back and the main areas that disappointed me were the animation in the songs the animation didn't look like it had much effort put into it and the songs were rather repetitive they didn't really care for them I also think that the story is deeper than you would normally find in a Disney sequel, but still not up to par with the typical Disney movie. Overall, I give this film three and a half stars. I don't think it's perfect. There are many areas that could be improved, but I think it's a fine sequel. All right. Bye.
6: Hello, you guys, it's Lauren. I really, really love Aladdin and the King of Thieves. I was waiting for you to do this for a very long time. This movie is very personal to me because I could actually relate to Aladdin for the first time ever. It's no secret that Jasmine is my favorite character and the one that has helped me the most. But in this movie, I just wanted to hug Aladdin. I could understand completely what he was going through. To make a long story short, as my parents got divorced, my mother wasn't in my life for a long time. So when she came back into it, it was really hard So I really did appreciate that they weren't afraid to go there with this. They just really laid it out and were realistic with how Jazz and how Jeannie really helped him to understand that he needed to try to give Kasim a second chance and let his father prove to him that he could be the father that he needed, even though he hadn't been there for him before. And I really applaud them for doing that. Have a really good show, and you guys are amazing. Adios.
0: Hello, Rotoscopers. It's Jeremiah, calling about your five-year anniversary episode, which was very fun to hear. hear hearing you guys talk about about your favorite memories, and even going into a little bit of personal information about your personalities and it's your Experiences have been with the website and with the, the podcast and was just very fun and quite special and uh, just something I really enjoyed. In particular, it was fun hearing you talk about the YouTube channel, which usually doesn't come up because it's a zone thing, but uh, that's how I discovered you guys. It was uh, really fun because YouTube just stood out, YouTube meaning Harkin and Chelsea because you're the host of the YouTube channel and, and uh, I discovered you thanks to your Norm of the North review and so neither of you was quite happy but you were still very perky and it was just a very entertaining review and you also had art books book reviews on there which you know you had to blend on your channel which made it unique and entertaining and I liked you as people I just liked spending time with you so to speak and you kept saying over and over listen to our podcast listen to our podcast by the way really listen to our podcast finally he decided all right i will listen to your podcast since nothing else will please you i guess imagining that you are ending your videos like that would suddenly stop i don't know if i listened and uh mason that's episode i listened to cloudy with a chance of meatballs that was my first encounter with him and i was very impressed by this guy as he was going to know what it's like to animate food and why it's difficult and rendering it. And so I was like, okay, this is interesting. This is very cool. It was just a very fun experience going deeper into animation, one of my very favorite things. And I've learned to love animation even more thanks to you guys. And I heard your Ball episode recently He for the first time. And I loved it when Chelsea called Boris Uncle Waldo. My sister cracked up, so did I. Uh, we had to pause it because we were laughing too hard. Also, my favorite episode is the Cinderella episode because, you know, you made me realize how much I love Cinderella and, the, and Cinderella since it's become quite a role model to me. And uh, I love it that Morgan again, suddenly gets mad when Mason brings up the Blu-ray. If you want to hear Morgan mad, people, listen to the Cinderella episode because Morgan so rips into that Blu-ray.
3: Here's a kiss and a hug. Sure you don't need a rug, I assure you. The price is right. we'll send our worthy friend come back soon. That's the end. Till another
2: Arabian night. All right. So that concludes this episode of the Animation Addicts Podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks to Nick, who's one of our patrons. Who picked this movie, Aladdin and the King of Thieves. I had a great time reviewing it. So did Chelsea. You made my day, Nick. I'm very sad Mason couldn't be here, but Mason will be back at some point, hopefully. And our next movie. So before I go into that, I need to clear up a little bit of confusion that's been happening. Um, I think there's the, in our last episode, we kind of explained different changes we were making to the show. Some people thought that we were not ever going to review new movies ever again. And no, that is not the case. We were going to review some new movies uh for example the lego map for example the lego batman movie came out and i actually would really like to review that however chelsea and i saw it quite a while ago at a press screening and it's just kind of out of our memory it's foggy right now (laughs) it's a bit foggy we'd have to see it again which is fine but for me uh it's a little harder to get out and see movies i only recently had seen moana about three weeks ago so the movie had been out three months and i finally saw it um, so we're going to skip it. However, going on forward, um, we're going to pick and choose which movies we're going to review on the podcast. We will still have reviews on the website of the new movies. Yeah. So you can read our written reviews there and occasionally our YouTube reviews. But um, we're just going to be a little bit more selective. selective of the ones we do on the podcast. Because to me, what makes the podcast great was just... A lot of times, when we have history with a movie, I feel that our reviews are much better. Yeah. Or just uh, for me, I have a lot more to pull from. For like this, I have oh, 21 yeah. years did of this. Did I really even have this. to rewatch this? No. no.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but did I enjoy every minute?
2: Yes. Exactly. So that is that. As far as patrons, we still are kind of going to uh, talk behind the scenes what we want to do to reconfigure the patrons levels and whatnot so those are on hold right now so if you're a current patron we put those pledges on hold and once we figure it out we'll put them back on so thank you everybody for joining us for this episode our next episode is going to be happily ever after
1: by which filmation oh
2: yeah chelsea has seen this movie i have not this is a patron pick by vanessa so get ready guys watch that one and so this is like filmation's version of
1: snow white part two what happens next Also, I did want to mention as far as what I have going on recently, I have been putting a lot more stuff going into my website and also my YouTube and I've even, I'm about to record a live show. I work as a singer and so I do a show every weekend. About three times a week and i am decided to i'm going to record that because none of those songs are on youtube or available anywhere for that are me singing so i'm going to do a full presentation of that so i'm going to do a live show and i've even brought on a videographer who's going to come in we've been working on doing a full like it's a full like special <laughs> hi graham <laughs> Uh, so it's a full like YouTube special, forty minutes of Chelsea. So look out for that. Ooh, very <laughs> I, nice. We did some interviews yesterday, and also um, we've done like B roll of like you know drone shots mm-hmm. as well as other background things. So it's gonna be. A lot of preparation for me, but I'm really excited about that. Also, I am running a promotion on my own personal Patreon account that ends on March 31st. Check it out if you want to find out. Hi, yeah. <laughs> Graham has just woken up and so he's joined us on the couch. Hi, buddy. So those are definitely things that I would love to be able to share with you guys as well. So check it out. Go to chelsearobson.com Patreon for that. As well as any other links to the Rotoscopers ourselves. Yes,
2: we are at Rotoscopers on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Rotoscopers.com is where you can find all the news, reviews, and interviews of the animation world. You can find me, I'm at Morgan Stradling, on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I like Snapchat a lot, so add me there. It's fun. And yes, uh, Mason is MasonSMTX on Instagram. You can also check out... Until next time. We are the
1: rotoscopers. Ahem. We have taken a break because Graham, the baby, is awake. Hey Jimmy. So Jimmy is a very small little Yorkie poo and he has this thing where he has to be in your lap which I don't really mind because my dog Montana is a 55 pound pointer who has a very much desire to be in your lap and like in your face. So I'm kind of used to it. Um, it's just funny cause this dog's so much smaller than mine. Hi Jimmy. What's up? There's a party here in Agrabah, and the loot is pouring in. (laughs) And here I am, just quote. This is the thing. I I love this movie so much. I'm just sitting here while Morgan's away, quoting it by myself.
2: I'm totally okay with it. Right, Jimmy? the sands of time, I guess. But, you know, (laughs) this is the first time... Why does he need a turban to go on this adventure? This is the first time we've seen him really wear this garb. I guess it's not weird. true. He's well, he wore the turban when he was Prince Ali. Yeah, he
1: but, did. But did all right, he ever just wear cut it? this
2: whole thing? I yeah. Stupid. But
1: also, did he wear it in the in the show? What do you mean? Did he ever wear a turban in the show?
2: Yeah, when he's Prince Ali. Remember, he has like the big turban with the feather. Right. But anyway, so just ignore this whole thing. <laughs> just cut that whole thing. <laughs> it's, also,
1: <laughs> it's a good thing we're yeah, post post post. Cut. Put it. put it. Post. Anyway. <laughs>